thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, a small study published in the journal Circulation of the American Heart Association has shown that regular intense exercise for people with early signs of heart failure may be able to increase the elasticity of their heart muscles. The study focused on a type of heart failure called preserved ejection fraction, where the myocardium becomes more and more stiff, leading to an increase in the pressure of the heart during exercise, leading to fatigue, excessive fluid accumulation in the lungs and legs, and shortness of breath. It was previously thought that once formed, there was no cure. So researchers set to find out whether exercise can improve heart stiffness in healthy, sedentary middle-aged men and women aged 45 to 64. Of the 31 participants, 11 were randomly assigned to a control group, which required yoga, balance, and strength training three times a week. The rest were assigned to an individually tailored exercise regime, including walking, bike riding, and swimming. And the exercise intensity was designed to gradually increase until the participants did at least two 30-minute aerobic interval training and two to three moderate intensity intervals a week. 12 months later, the degree of cardiac stiffness and cardiopulmonary function was significantly improved in the intense exercise group, whilst there was no change in the control group, despite their yoga, balance, and strength training. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that, of course, this is only a very small study. We're only talking about 31 people here, so this would need to definitely be repeated on a much larger scale before we could start to draw any definitive conclusions from it. However, it does make sense, and it supports what I've been advocating for for ages, which is probably why I think that it makes sense. But I'd love to see more study done into this because I think as a species, we evolved doing a wide variety of movement and a wide variety of exercise, and sometimes that would be long and slow. Sometimes that would be short and intense. Sometimes that would be lifting heavy objects. Uh, you know, sometimes it would be dancing. You know, so I think we evolved to do a wide variety of exercise. So it makes sense to me that that would be what our bodies had evolved to require, because that was the environment that they were in. So I'd love to see more work done on this. I'd love to see this studied further, so we can see. Just what sort of intense exercise can make a significant difference in people's heart health? I think it needs to be followed up. And if this can be further shown on a larger scale, then really we need to look at our guidelines and potentially review them. Because for many, many years, and I've often criticized this, for many years we've said that you you just need to walk for half an hour a day or you just need to walk for an hour a day in order to keep your heart healthy. Well, this study is showing that potentially your heart needs a little bit more than that. And it's important to remember that there's a lot more to health than just heart health. And there's a lot more to the benefits of exercise than just the benefits to heart health. So if we start looking more broadly at what sort of exercise we need to do, not just to keep our heart healthy, but to keep our whole body healthy, to look after our lungs, to look after our nervous system, to look after our immune system, you know, what does that look like? What keeps us metabolically healthy? then the answer we get may well be quite different. And I think it's going to be more in line with what this study is showing, which is a bit more intensity, potentially a bit more resistance, potentially a bit more variety in our exercise is going to be more beneficial than just, say, walking for half an hour or an hour a day. So, you know, many of you will know that I've long followed a CrossFit regime for my exercise that I like to do. I don't recommend that for everybody. But one of the things I like about CrossFit is that one of their core principles is they recommend the 10 basic CrossFit skills. And so that those 10 are 
cardiovascular respiratory endurance, right? This is where you're walking, you're running, those sort of things come in. But it also incorporates stamina, strength, flexibility, power, speed, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. Now, all of those can sound a bit similar and sound like they kind of blend into one. But by incorporating those different aspects of your training, for example, by incorporating accuracy, you're now actually making sure that you really focus on your core stabilizers, you know, your fine motor control in order to be able to accurately, for example, throw a ball up and hit a target. If you're focusing on speed, you know, then you're focusing more on your fast twitch muscle fibers, less on your slow twitch muscle fibers. You're using different energy systems within your body. So by having that degree of variety in your movement, I think that's what our bodies have evolved to require. I think that's the best thing for our bodies. And I think if we continue to study and study further into this, it's likely we'll be able to show that a greater variety of movement, a greater intensity of movement is likely to be better for our heart and better for our body as a whole than just doing, for example, half hour to an hour of walking a day. So I think we should be exercising regularly in a way that works out much more than just your heart. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.